0: Welcome to Tangents. I'm Susan Farley, Project Manager with McLaughlin Research Corporation, and I support the Public Affairs Office here at Newark Division Newport. In this episode, I talk with Steve Bordonaro. He is the Northeast Tech Bridge Director, and Bordo and I get to the bottom of what everyone has been wondering. What's a tech bridge? Also, what's the difference between a Northeast Tech Bridge and the 401 Tech Bridge? We're gonna answer all of that. For all the branch heads and TPMs and PIs out there, we've got upcoming episodes where we get into the specific tools and programs that can connect you to industry in order to bring your project to the next level. So keep an eye out for upcoming TechBridge Tangents episodes. In the meantime, have a listen. Welcome to another episode of Tangents. Today I am talking with Dr. Steve Bordenaro and we're talking about TechBridges. But Steve, that is not your life's calling. What did you do before you got into the TechBridge game?
1: So uh, yeah, I've been at Newark forever. Um, <laughs> I uh, spent most of my career in torpedoes, mainly on signal processing and autonomy. Uh, so I did that for many years, Mark 54, and uh, a little bit of ADCAP work. Uh, and then um, I got to, to the point where I wanted to, to do signal processing um, beyond smaller arrays and torpedoes so I moved over to the sonar and sensor department and I've been there for the last uh, few years uh, and um, that's, that's where I kind of expanded my horizons a little bit, went back to school, finished my PhD through the fellowship program here and uh, I've been uh, in code 15 um, uh, ever since and that's where I, where, where I am now uh, as I do the tech bridge work.
0: So how did you get involved in the tech bridge work?
1: Uh, well, like, like many people, I got uh, bamboozled by uh, Vic Ric- Ritchie.
0: Happens um, to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. He, uh, he gave me a call. It made it sound like he wanted a ride down to the car shop. Uh, I said, hey, could you do me a favor, Steve? Um, and I'm like, sure, Vic. What do you need? And he said, uh, well, I, w- I want you to be the, uh, the director of this, this Tech Bridge thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, I heard of the, the, the Tech Bridge. And he says, okay, uh, uh, good. He like, I know you've done some good stuff at, at the reef. Um, you know, it's kind of a similar thing. Like, okay, great. And I get off the phone and um now I'm getting all these calls that we're doing the launch event and we have two senators coming and an admiral and a congressman and could you write talking points? It was a big and, uh, fancy deal. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was a big deal. So um uh so yeah, then I I uh, realized I had to be all in on this on this tech bridge thing uh, I was originally thinking that the the tech bridge was going to be a subset of the reef but now I've kind of kind of flipped that around a little bit and now that the reefs a subset of the tech bridge
0: So let's back up what is a tech bridge what did that whole where did the whole idea of that come from
1: base problem I think everyone has recognized over the the last uh, you know maybe decade uh, that the military is no longer the big R and D place. A lot of the research and development dollars are going out to industry, and and we we really need to tap into that innovation. The idea of some of these companies working with the government is a little bit intimidating. We move too slow. They feel uh, we're not agile enough. Uh, we're a tough place to start a start a business if you're a startup and you deal with venture capitalism. Um, that. They're not going to give you the runway to, uh, to work with the government. So we, we knew we had to do a better job reaching out to industry, reaching out to academia, and being a connector. Uh, tech, uh, Naval X talks about being super connectors. And um, it was originally connected to industry and um, academia, but one of the key things is... Uh, Navy's not very good at connecting with each other. And uh, I find it great being a Tech Bridge director. There's, uh, there's 15 of them, uh, 14 in the US, and one in in the UK and it's so easy for me now to pick up the phone and talk to a guy at NAVAIR and uh, or someone at NYWIC. Um and I, I didn't really have a good flavor of these organizations and now I, I can talk to them and really get to the right people real quickly um, and I know there's discussions at high levels and the CTOs meet etc uh, but there's a little bit more ground floor like hey you know a guy who's, who's working this um, and they say yeah I'll send you an email and and that's that's been pretty powerful as well as that, that connectivity.
0: So the whole tech bridge idea came out of Naval X. but what we have here at Division Newport, there's two tech bridges. There's the 401 tech bridge, and then there's the Northeast Tech Bridge. People have been interchanging them, but they are not interchangeable. Steve, could you talk a little bit more about those two entities?
1: The idea of the Naval X Tech Bridge and these regional tech bridges um, uh, across the country is these are, are naval entities that work with an outside partner uh, to help with this, this communication. They're nonprofits, uh, well connected with the state, and they help local uh, companies uh, connect with each other as well as connect uh, with, with customers like, like the Navy. Our partner happens to be called the 401 Tech Bridge. Now the reason the names are the same is the this area was the first area to have a tech bridge. So Naval X was starting to figure out what the model was. The state was investing in a materials center and and all the conversations came together and said, yeah, Tech Bridge is a great name. So now they're both called the Tech Bridge. But they are two separate entities. I like to look at them as overlapping circles, where on the left side, you have the Northeast Tech Bridge, that's the naval entity government employees. On the right side, you have the 401 Tech Bridge, that's a nonprofit uh, partner non-government employees. If you look to the region on the left that's non-overlapping, that's where we do things that only government employees can do. Uh, enter agreements, uh, review proposals, funding. On the right side, non-overlapping, that's things that the government's not allowed to do. Help write a proposal, matchmake between companies, uh, some strategic help to help a company decide when to go to venture capital, or when to apply for, uh, for an SBIR. And then in the middle is where we work together. If you're a company coming to the Tech Bridge, or you're a researcher who's working with a company, as one organization, uh, or the union of those organizations, we can be a real full, full service shop without getting into legal trouble. Uh, you know, a company may may notice that gee, Steve hasn't been in these these last couple meetings. Well, why is that? Well, we're talking proposals. Steve can't help with the proposal. Or, on the flip side, they um, may, may notice uh, Lee, who is uh, the coordinator at the 401 Tech Bridge. Um, geez, Lee hasn't been at the last couple of meetings. Why is that? Oh, well, we're, we're talking about a, a research agreement. Only government people can, can do that. But other than that, they, they shouldn't notice. They just know, geez, I go to the Tech Bridge... And I go to these guys, and, and they're here to help. Uh, another important thing to mention about the 401 Tech Bridge: most of their funding does not come from the Navy; it comes from the state and uh, Department of Commerce. Uh, so they're doing a lot of things that aren't related to the Navy. They're helping companies uh, connect to um, connect to primes in the defense world, but also connect to to um, offshore wind. Um, and some of the uh, uh, energy companies in, in helping there as well
0: so Steve, I would imagine that any kind of uh, working with outside you know industry or academia needs to create a creator a cooperative research and development agreement of some sort am I correct
1: yeah well it's it's interesting you say um you know reach out for me for answers so so this is an area where I reach out to Mary Sylvia for for answers uh, so Mary Sylvia uh, from the technology partnership office uh, she serves as the deputy director of the, the tech bridge and that that helps us uh, form this this good partnership and in um, the, the TPO office and its tech transfer operation really is a, a key enabler for the Northeast Tech bridge uh, for providing what they call these t2 agreements like partnership intermediary agreements or peers um, there's also the, the creators as you mentioned. Uh, the work for private parties come out of her office. Um, and it's actually a peer arrangement that enables us to work with the 401 Tech Bridge. Uh, so so Tech Transfer has a number of vehicles to enable collaboration between Newark and private companies, nonprofits, educational institutions. There's so much to talk about that um, that we should probably have a whole separate podcast. Talking it's with happening.
0: Mary. We're gonna do it. We're All gonna right. get Mary on here. That and sounds she, awesome. She'll be awesome. She's very knowledgeable and she's got a great voice for podcasts.
1: She she does.
0: So you are the director of the Northeast Tech Bridge and you're here at Division Newport. And we're working together to get the word out to the workforce about how the Tech Bridge could help them with their projects. And I think that's really what the listeners are curious about. How how is the Northeast Tech Bridge of benefit to a customer advocate or technical program manager or or, or you know a PI or, or whoever? What what can the Tech Bridge do for them?
1: It's sometimes difficult at at Newark to work work with industry uh, to get um, money out to get requirements out um, and to have have them help help solve problems. Um, and the industry's moving fast out there, and they are moving fast in areas that, that we we work in. I know 20 years ago, if you were talking sonar systems, it was pretty much a Navy thing. Uh, now, there's a lot of research in the um, uh, drilling industry, offshore wind, marine mammals. There's a lot of good science going on in companies out there that aren't working with the, the Navy. Um, how do we tap in as a TPM? You want to get something done? You want to get something built, or you have a hard problem that you just don't know how to solve, and and you want to reach out to a broad base. Well, going through the Tech Bridge is a, is a good way to do that. There's a lot of things that Tech Bridge can do, and that's why we're probably going to have more than one conversation. Uh, but the two I'll focus on right now is uh, prize challenges and tech scouting. a uh, thing called a prize challenge. We've done a couple of these, and uh, if you have a really tough problem and you're looking for innovative solutions, and you have money, you have funding. I, I, I don't, I don't have a pocketbook to fund these these prize challenges. But if you're working for a sponsor and you're trying to solve a, a problem and you have a piece of it you want to want help with, you write up your challenge statement. You give it to uh, give it to me, and I'll, I'll work with contracts to get the authority to to do a prize challenge and we use a thing called a CPO collaborative project agreement with the 401 Tech Bridge um, to get that that challenge published Uh, so for example one just went out where um, on the ships they they have a bunch of um, hand wheels and they can't keep inventory of spares so they want to be able to 3d print them and make it easy for the sailor to just grab a hand wheel that's broken take a couple measurements and hit a button and get a get a printout so NavCO5 came to us with some money and said, Hey, let's see, we could solve this problem. So, we had a, a collaborative project order with the 401 Tech Bridge. They got the statement out that's on um, uh, challenge.gov, but it's also on this uh, InnoCentive website, which reaches solvers across the country, uh, whether it's university profession, uh, professors, uh, college students, small companies, large companies too, um, but companies that would would not be floating around on beta.sam.gov um, because they don't want to deal with us. They're, they'll go to these these websites, and if they have a good solution, they're going to submit it through this website. Navy will review it, but we'll pick the winner, and then they're going to get paid by the 401 Tech Bridge. They they don't have to know that it's the uh, it's the Navy. You have to deal with any any bureaucracy. In fact. If you want to do a prize challenge where you don't even want to let anyone know it's the Navy, you can do that. So that's a, a powerful o- option as well. And uh, you know, um, writing a good challenge takes some work, but um, but the process it's easy. It's, it's at least government easy. Uh, so um, and and I'll, I'll try to keep keep you away from the pain painful parts and and uh, and and help you move your uh, your your money out to industry.
0: So you also mentioned, in addition to the prize challenge, tech scouting. What is tech scouting?
1: Okay. Well, as I mentioned, there's a lot more people doing stuff we're interested in um, than, than there was a while ago. I, I know there's a company up in Canada that has a an unmanned surface vehicle that can handle like any sea state and toes an array um, to do marine mammal uh, monitoring. And, it's, and, um, and you know they, these these are navy navy people They're, they're not. Uh, thinking about uh, working with the U.S. military, but they're out there. If you're working on something, you want to just say, hey, "Who else? Who else? An in industry is working on this other than the the Raytheon's and the Lockheed's? I mean, they're, they're great and all, but yeah, we, we we play enough with those guys. We you know, know what they do. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's find some cool, fast-moving company. So you could go to the tech Ridge in a couple ways. You could just say, hey, I'm looking for, for companies that do X, Y, and Z. They could do kind of a light tech scout, especially for local companies, and, and that's something they, they'll just do to as part of their mission with the state. But if you want to go deeper and let's say you have a UUV and you have a, a small antenna that you want to get better comms from and you're looking for an innovative antenna design, you could write a press challenge statement that says, hey, I need an, an antenna that has low profile, that has... Sees this distance, I'm looking for, for a concept and a quick demonstration. So, if you're just looking for a concept, you go to the, uh, the tech bridge and say, Hey, who's in this world of, of uh, antenna manufacturing uh, that we, we might not be working with? And they could just find the companies and, and let you know. They could go a little bit deeper and get into the requirements. Or they can get to the point, and, and this is where I think it, it could be pretty exciting, where you could start doing a joint demonstration where um, you'd fund the, the tech bridge with some basic requirements to say, hey, help us find this company and then help us work with this company to do a demo. So this company, you know, maybe they're, they're doing something nothing to do with, with undersea, but they have these low profile antennas. Um and they've used them in a in a certain industry. Well, let's get them together. Let's get them on a UV and test it. Um, let, let's do a ground-based test over at the Portsmouth facility. And then let's get it in the Narragansett Bay test facility. Um, it's like a micro-antex. Exactly, yeah. You know, sometimes uh, you know we're not not doing Antex. Um, uh, we didn't last summer. We're not not doing it, it this summer. Let's let's not lose that momentum of of uh, working with those companies and doing the demos. But let's be let's be a little bit more more targeted, and you know work with the company and say, you know, you, you start not knowing who the company is, you end up in the bay with a brand new partner, in uh, a in a demo of uh, of a new technology that you can then take forward to um maybe it's an ota or maybe it's a FAR contract but you've made that initial step and you've done you've done what you need to do quickly quickly you know we, we I have was gonna to feel say that. Th- it's a
0: reasonable amount of time that these things are taking place right yeah.
1: right and you look at some of the the rules the contracting rules and they make sense for these big long programs you know the outside world's moving so quickly right now and and are we moving quickly? I'm not going to say yes or no. I'll, I'll let you answer that question yourself. But are we moving as quickly as industry? When we're doing this this prototype stuff, this stuff where you're supposed to fail fast quickly, iterate, 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 iterate are we set up to do that? Well, if not, if you don't feel like you're able to fail fast quickly or you're able to iterate quickly or you have to... You're uh, in a project that you wanna you wanna iterate your your prototype 20 times, but you have to get all your purchase requests in the first quarter of the fiscal year. Uh, you know, are, are you able to work like you're supposed to work as a, as an innovator? Uh, I don't know if you are. Great. No, I,
0: I'm going to go ahead and say no. You're not. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you're not working as fast as you want to.
1: Right. So let's fix that. Yeah. Let's. And fix I don't that. have all the answers. But let's, you have let's a lot of together. answers,
0: though, Steve. I think the takeaway from this episode, this is the first of several episodes where we delve into the Northeast Tech Bridge and so on. Um, the big takeaway I, I would like people to have is if you have questions, contact Steve. There's a wiki on Fusion, and I will have that link posted, but you have the information. You can If you don't have the answer, you'll get the answer. Uh, so correct me if I'm wrong, if if you and your, your work team have a problem, a challenge, you're unable to solve it here at Newport, you should look outside the gates, maybe give you a call and see how you might be able to connect work teams with the outside world. Exactly. Okay. So uh, before we wrap up, we're recording this podcast at the Reef, which is... Rapid Engineering Experimentation Facility, is that correct? That's correct. Okay, down at the NBTF, Narragansett Bay Test Facility. So we're going to talk about the reef uh, in future episodes, but it, it's really going to be like what you meant it to be is sort of the, uh, a real center point for innovation here at the nbtf and bringing people in when they're testing in water so we're going to talk about the reef later we're going to talk about craters we're going to talk about uh, a lot of other ways for people to connect uh, in addition to prize challenge and tech scouting so steve thank you so much for being on tangents is this your first podcast
1: this is my first podcast
0: it's not bad right it was horrible (laughs) all right i'll catch you on the next episode Tangents. Thanks for listening. For more information on TechBridges, you can follow hashtag TechBridge on Fusion or check out the Northeast TechBridge wiki page, which gets updated a lot, has a lot of great information that can answer a lot of your questions. Also, be sure to follow hashtag Tangents on Fusion and check back to the Tangents wiki for more episodes.